Jello shot. Getting through them last night. Jello shots have sex with men. (laughs) Hey, buddy. What? Got it out of your system now? Yeah, Chewie got out of out of her system. Yeah, my goddamn shoes. Hey, everybody, welcome to You're Gonna Get a Disease with Luke, Jonah, and Nick. Hey, everybody. Wait, hey, hey, guys. Hey, buddy. Forget what you've done, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, guys? Uh, you know. Same old, same old. Yeah, okay. it was nice of Jonah to invite us over. Never has us over. Yeah, Never. Sorry, it's been so long since you guys have been over here. It was a good party yesterday, man. It was nice. It was adult nice. get together. An adult, adult get together. There were more kids here than adults. <laughs> um, yeah, they're. No, they, they destroyed your house. How is it looking? No, it's fine, man. It uh, Sarah, Sarah ended up night. cleaning up all the um, food downstairs. Like it was all fit, the toy food. Mm-hmm. Like I, I made a comment about we're gonna have a big lesson for Emmy having to clean up the basement, and Sarah's like, uh, "I cleaned it up already." So the basement was good, and then I was I sat on top of dishes last night. So you know, it's an adult party when you're cleaning dishes while you're hanging out. It was an adult party back in the day. You're cleaning up condoms in my fucking toilet. I found a condom in the parking lot the other day. It was really disgusting. Sorry. In the parking lot. Outside my house. So I'm I was walking to, to the trash can. Let's, let's, let's reenact it like a crime scene. So they had to be fucking in a car. Yeah. Got out and slung it off his dick. Yeah, he, he, he could have been sitting in the car and took it and threw it out the window. I mean. Uh, they could have been laying flat on the pavement. <laughs> <laughs> in the black top in November. Yeah, okay. yeah. Then you know, put the condom where you want. At that point, you're like, you really earned it. So I found it out there. Did you like pick it up? Yeah, it was used definitely. I thought Did you, you sure. pick it up with a stick and like scare. I smelled it, took a little taste just to make sure it was. It wasn't. I couldn't use it. You know, ran, to go to ran some water in it to make sure it was still usable. <laughs> Slapped like, it on. It out, used it last night. The cop recycle man. Licks the powder. Yeah, it's clean. <laughs> it's pure. This is an Asian man semen. <laughs> I can tell by the flavor. Egg roll. It's true. Aww. Aww. Yeah, well, happy birthday, Aaron. We love you. Good times. Um, we talked about all this political shit for like the last few weeks, so you guys just want to lay off politics, no more politics. for a while. That'd be cool. Unless, I don't care. You got the I don't know. You guys usually bring... Stuff that kind of ventures into that, but I'm pretty sure people are sick of that shit. I brought nothing. We brought stuff? We bring stuff? You guys did the last couple of shows. And I bring, I bring I beer. Happy with it. I don't think anyone's listening anyway. Yeah. Well, they, they stopped after all that. Only Jill. Only Jill. Fuming. <laughs> <laughs> we single-handedly brought down Hillary Clinton. That's it. Was our, our, it was podcast. The po- our podcast movement. We stole so Wait many a second. votes. The Russians hacked the DNC. The Russians listened to Jonah. I told him. Coincidence? Oh, look at that. We do have a we have pull. <laughs> you have pull. <laughs> you have wall. <laughs> I am finding it kind of amusing that the uh, the same things that the Republicans have bitched about, and then they were like, "Stop yeah. whining, it's over." And then now it's like the reverse, and the Republicans are saying the same thing. It's all cyclical, man. It's, it's all happen again. It, it's all perspective. And what are you gonna do? Yeah. But we'll try to avoid it as much as. You know, we can in the next few weeks unless Trump does something. <laughs> well, yeah, well, that, yeah, so yeah. next week we'll be talking about <laughs> when, when he does something good. We got to at least joke about it. Oh, well, I'll joke about his tweet that I saw. He's like, Hillary Clinton may have won the popular vote, but it was the three million illegals that voted for undocumented. You said illegals or something like that. So uh, good old Trump. No evidence to back any of that shit up, no, but, no. but pretty awesome anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, expect lots of good stuff. Jonah, you had a story about Florida, man. Did I? What happened with your flights? You you just saw uh, Sugar Walls, your sister get married. Yeah, my my baby sister Greatest got married. Sugar ever. Walls, yeah. that's great. Do you, do you know that story? Yeah, she herself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I how forgot old was about she that. when she? That was her MySpace. Is that when we were in college? Account still? name? Yeah, we were uh, got we the tail end or just out. So so we're talking like two thousand. 2001, 2002, 2001. somewhere in that She spot. was young then. I mean, <laughs> she's like, she like just a teenager at that point. It had to have been after. That's why we all yelled at her for a long time. Like, do you even know what sugar walls means? And she did. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. It's cool. Right. No, no. Nobody, nobody does. Just the Russians. 
<laughs> but you you uh, had some uh, shit storm going home, right? We had both. I didn't th- I, I didn't tell you the story about going out there. Mm-mm. I'll tell you that and coming back because both ways the flights were a little little messed up. On the way out there was my fault completely. Um, you, what, you fucked up the plane. <laughs> well, I fucked up plane our, ruiner. I, I fucked up our ability to get on the plane and how long it took us to get through everything. So this is like Las Vegas all over. I um, when Luke said you went to breakfast and all that shit. When we packed everything up at my because we stayed at my sister's house and took a, a limo from my sister's house to the airport in the morning. Um, Fancy. so while we were there, I had a bag with snacks and drinks, and my wallet was in there. Um, at some point between the house and the airport, that wallet ended up. I found out later not where we're supposed to be. So when I got to the airport to get our tickets, I checked all my pockets. I could not find, find my wallet. Where was it? We'll get to that. Oh, it's a mystery. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was there, but I didn't know it was there. Like I went, we, we got our tickets, no ID. Went through secure, security. I had to go to a separate spot and ask for extra ways to get in. Like they had to like check, look stuff up on the computer yeah, I've never for heard me. Of this, so they can, um, they Aaron can actually, check it out. Luckily, Aaron had an insurance card with both of our names on it. And because of that insurance card with my name on it, that's the only reason I was able to get through security. They had to bring me through a special thing to get extra, like, pat-downs and extra checkups. The Russians are listening right now. This is how we get in country. <laughs> it was a, Thank I, you, I Jonah. I have no idea how, like, like I ended up getting through. Um, so then I get through and we get on the plane. Um, and then the fun thing is, while we were getting through, Aaron took Amelia and Amelia's bags. I took my carry-on and Amelia's enormous stuffed bear. It's like a two and a half foot stuffed bear. So I'm sitting there at security with this big stuffed bear under one arm, my bag, and the car seat for on the airplane. All I'm thinking is this dude's a mule. He's putting drugs in the bear. Yeah. Yeah. The bear got him They're through. They're like, that's a nice bear. I'm like, oh, God, I have the bear, don't I? Here comes out a knife. <laughs> Amelia's just crying. Once I, got, I got through security and on the plane, I realized that at some point I put down the car seat and never picked it up. So we get to Florida. We don't have our booster seat for her car. It's somewhere at the airport. Somebody ended up picking it up and stealing it because nobody has it at Lost and Found there. Oh, no. I don't have a wallet. We have to stop at Walmart to get a a car seat down there because our kid doesn't have anything to sit in in the rental car. How did you get to Walmart? Aaron drove. And how did you get to Walmart? In the car. With Amelia? Yes. Mm. Very safe. She had a seatbelt on (laughs) Just, and as you've seen, that's more dangerous. Just bouncing around in the back. Yeah, <laughs> learning from the We just put her in the hatchback. It's fine. We're on vacation. <laughs> I, I threw her in a, 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 a suitcase. He threw a, he threw a couple blankets over her. She, she had the big bear to keep her safe. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I had to find my, hears this my, story one day. my wallet was in a bag, in a bag, in my suitcase. As we're getting ready to go out for dinner or something, I like I go, I see this bag and I look inside of it. And I'm sure enough, my wallet's just sitting in there. I have a question. At one, at any point in this story, did you just say, "Well, we'll rebook the flight until I find my shit because I need my shit"? Well, the thought, we, I, I almost went home or went back to my sister's to see if it was in the car oh or on God. the couch. Um, but we were able to get through. It was in your and... suitcase that you checked. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. So that was exciting. So, at what point did Aaron give you the look? Um, from the minute we got to the airport until <laughs> we got home, pretty much. We even through security. Everyone keeps asking me about it. My, like, do you have your wallet on you? My parents keep asking me now, all my siblings, my in-laws, Aaron. Yeah. I just, I would think that, like, she would be frustrated with the wallet, but then once you realize you left the car seat. Well, I don't even know if, I think I had the car seat, but neither of us remembers who had the car seat at that point. Because there was just so much crap going on trying to figure out how to get through there and trying to find IDs. So you still don't have a car seat, right? She's just bouncing around. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's gone. <laughs> we'll just wing it. Yeah. You know, she isn't, she's big enough. She doesn't need one anymore. Oh, my God, dude. So that was going out there. Out there was fun. We did lots of fun stuff. But on the way back, this is not my fault. This is not. This is the, this is the airport's. Or yeah, the we, got on, we got We well, I mean, it's just. A, it's a short story. We got on the airplane and we're driving. We're flying. Driving. We're flying back to Chicago and we're like 20 minutes from landing. And the captain comes on. So we're about 21 minutes. We're gonna get there early. A really, really good quick flight. And then all of a sudden, Aaron and I both noticed that like we're not. We're like kind of constantly turning. So right after he told us that we were gonna be 20 minutes away, they put us in a, a pattern, holding pattern. Yeah. And they had us there for like it seemed like half an hour. And then Aaron and I noticed that we're starting to ascend and go faster they were rerouting us he came on after we ascended and started flying back down south but they were rerouting us to louisville because of fog 
they shut down Midway that day for two or three hours because of fog. So we drew, we flew. I keep saying drive. We flew to Louisville, and we were stuck on the tarmac there for like three hours. They didn't let you out. Just waiting. No. Into the airport. We couldn't get up to a gate to refuel because they didn't have any open gates. So by the time they had an open gate, they got us up there. They refueled us. Then they sent us back to Chicago. Like, oh, it's a quick 53-minute flight. We'll be back in Chicago in no time, guys. Sorry, blah, 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 blah. We get about 20 minutes away, and again, we notice we're just going in a circle. And out comes the tarp. They put us in a circle. <laughs> again, because there were so many flights coming in now that we got pushed all the way to the end. So wait, now, what point did John McClane uh, <laughs> stop the terrorists? <laughs> So, it is Christmas time. <laughs> it was it was a three hour and two minute flight originally. It was over eight hours with a two year old. <laughs> and you said she played it cool though. She was pretty good. She had a couple moments where she got fussy, but she played video games and she colored and read books and played with her toys that we brought. Ate a lot of snacks. I've been on a lot of flights with a lot of two year olds that just we were cry. And there was cry another couple that had a crier for the most cry. part, but Emmy survived luckily. That's awesome, dude. Well, you had a kid with a good demeanor. I was surprised. Uh, side note, and I think we might have talked about this before, but is Die Hard a Christmas movie? The first one? Yeah. It's a Christmas movie, right? Yeah, it takes place at Christmas. It's a Christmas party. I mean, you consider that like, you know, well, two it's of a them wonderful are, life. And... Two of them are Christmas, right? <laughs> That's part of hey. And then like the last one is oh, in, last, is in Russia. There's, di- <laughs> there's the one with Samuel Jackson. That's Die Hard with a Vengeance. I That's think. the third one. Yeah, and there's, that there's, was not a Christmas movie. Live Free or Die Hard is the Russian one that Jonah's. Yeah. <laughs> I thought there was, and is there's a fifth there's one? There's a fifth right? one then. Yeah, right. There's a f- no, I thought the Russian one was the last one. There's another one after that. I think there's five I think there Die Hard five movies. Guys. I think after the really bad Russian one, they stopped making it. The, Ru- the Russian one. That's with the the kid that did the iMac commercials. I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, that guy. I can't remember. No, 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 no. He was in one of those. I don't know. <laughs> we got Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Fear, Die Hard, and A Good Day to Die Hard. That's the one I don't remember. A Good Day to Die Hard. Which is hard. the Russian one, I think. Okay. A Good Day to Die Hard. And maybe I didn't see the... Oh, no, I did maybe just see... I don't know. They all run together at this point. <laughs> it's John McClane kicking ass. He yep. took out a he took out a jet in one of those movies. In the second one, yeah. <laughs> the first one was great. Was something with a helicopter. The second one was pretty good. Like Even the third one wasn't terrible. The third one no, has like, its moments. I like that with Avengers. I think the but third then one is you start the moving. Then yeah. you start moving to the just. Well, yeah. Well, it, it says it was twelve years between the third one and the fourth one. Like it was a it was a a dead franchise, and then they decided to reboot it. Hey, man, that franchise will never die. John McClane for life. Oh, it'll die. It'll right die now hard. is about the time they should remake the first one. Uh, yeah. Well, if they make another one, then it's a reboot. <laughs> well, no, they, they rebooted it in 2007. That's what I just said. Oh, God damn. Um, 88 was when the first one came out, so yeah, it's about time to... So, I mean, it's way past what, what happened to me, but I wanted to talk about my Las Vegas story. And how yeah, the you've been waiting it... to tell this story. Yeah, dude, it's it's... It's amazing to me that uh, a major hotel and casino can lose power in Las Vegas, and there's no backup anywhere. That's insane that they don't have huge generators sitting there to to prepare for something like that. Long story short, at 9.30 in the morning, on I think it was Thursday morning, we were doing the SEMA uh, automotive show, me and Allison, and uh, my uh, brother-in-law Joe's with me. (laughs) and jake sanders is there and um they're staying in in paris too and we leave for the show right around 7 30 in the morning we take the monorail out monorail so uh (laughs) every time uh we get there and we get a text from sanders probably like right 905 or something like that he's like hey the entire casino lost power and I was like, what? Did was you... it Bedlam where people diving over the tables, grabbing okay. chips? So so he has a video <laughs> of everything. And it's it's amazing because I hate to put like what it looks like, but it really looks like people descending the, the stairwell at 9-11. That's what it looks like. It's creepy as shit. So he's on the 20th floor. Holy fuck. And he is using his cell phone to light the stairwell on the way down. They didn't even have emergency lights? There's no emergency lights anywhere. Jake's like filming. He's like, there's no emergency lights. As you can see, there's no emergency lights in the halls, no emergency lights in the stairwell, nowhere. In I the bet place. someone complained because there was no elevator. <laughs> so the elevator, 
Eleven people were trapped in the elevators. Oh god, that would be the absolute with no light, fucking with war. no light, pitch black pitch elevator, pitch black elevator. Oh my god, I would. There was no emergency lights. I would go anywhere. crazy. I would lose my fucking head. So the the fire department had to rescue. There was eleven people rescued out of the elevators, and uh, so Jake's video. He he videotapes himself walking down the stairwell, and everyone else is doing what he's doing. They're holding their cell phones up for the light, and he's walking through. Uh, the lobby of the casino where all the uh, the slot machines are and all the tables and everything like that. And you can only see the slot machines because of the faint light coming in from the doors mm-hmm. because there is no windows anywhere. And, like you never really notice in Las Vegas that there's no sunlight anywhere inside yeah, of no, the casino. It's all, it's, it's all just there's fake. nothing real about Vegas. So the funny thing I took away from him leaving, he's because he's filming things back and forth. Is all these people sitting at the slot machines. Waiting. Refusing to get <laughs> this up. This is my machine. It's because who knows how much money they put in those things. If they have like $100 in credit, how the hell are they going to get that money back? Yeah. There's no way you can prove. Because even if you if you had like a um, one of those reward cards or whatever, they don't keep track of how much money is in that machine at the time and if it's yours. So the power went out at 9.15-ish in the morning. And it didn't go back on till 1.15 a.m. Friday. So they kicked everybody out of the hotel, 3,000 people. And they, uh, the SEMA convention is so popular that there was no other hotels available. So we were sitting there and basically just waiting for a room. And Las Vegas has never become – I hated it. Like usually you can enjoy yourself if something like that yeah. happens. But you're just kind of – Constantly waiting, like, are we going to be able to sleep? You didn't go to, like, the Dirty Vegas, try to get something at Circus Circus? Well, they or... were giving out vouchers, and they made, like, 500 people stand in a line. And this was, this was, the, let me, let me ask if what you guys would do. This was their, their thing. We had two more nights to stay there. They're handing out vouchers, and they said, if you take this voucher, you got to go to the casino that we give you, the hotel and casino that we give you. You spend the night there. It's only for one night. Then you have to come back here and recheck back in. So we couldn't stay the rest of our stay in that casino. And you had 10 minutes to go upstairs with a flashlight and get whatever belongings you had. So, or you could just leave your stuff in there. Or room. you could wait it out and hopefully the power come back on. That's what they told us. So which Did one you, would you choose? We waited it out. I'd wait. So I, I, would have, I would have probably waited it out. Did they I, give you anything after? Okay, so after everything was said and done, the power came back on at 1.30 in the morning, and there's nothing more creepy than walking into a hotel. We were the first ones there, walking into the Except lobby. Except for the people that were still sitting at the slot machines. <laughs> still waiting. I, man, I could just imagine the fire marshal telling those guys to get out. And they're like, fuck no, I got $25 in here, you know? Then they're, get the hell out. But we were the first people to walk into the casino with all the lights back on, and there was not one slot machine going off. It was like dead silent. Oh, wow. It was so creepy, dude. So I was like, oh, this is different. So so did they hook you up at all? Or were they like? So the next day, as we're checking out, they gave us the Thursday night free. They gave us the Friday night free. They did that for every guest in the casino. So 3,000 people they had to do that for. Yeah. That, didn't, that didn't take the voucher. If you took the voucher, did they you did have not one, refund the money. Did you have – but that one night you didn't even sleep there, so they had to give it to you. They had free. to give it to <laughs> you. So they gave us like one extra yeah, night. One night, okay. So – People that bitched and moaned actually got more stuff. And I was kind of contemplating bitching and moaning. But, I mean, it's not anybody's real fault. I guess it's their fault because they weren't up to fire But you codes. were inconvenienced, so you should yeah. be. They're owned by something. Harris. Yeah, Harris. Yeah, I, I, I bitched and moaned when I stayed at Harris last time because of, like, besides the <laughs> poker room, which the guys were great. Like, I had, like, multiple. As I, you move along, just bad experience, bad experience, sure. bad experience. So they said I they sent me an email, uh, and oh, and they they charged my card for the uh, space we never used for really? the draft. The they they said, well, you know, you got we, like a room rental or something. It was like, like that? a a I it, I didn't cancel before the cutoff of one of like there were like three cutoffs. <laughs> okay, and so they charged me like I they're like just as to let you know this, you know, we're charging this, and I said. Of course you are. I said, you should milk me for every penny that you can. Because <laughs> I, I will never stay in one of your hotels again. And I listed off all the shit, including the 45-minute line I had to wait in because my key didn't work the second oh, night. Jesus. And I, I went up. I'm like, can I, I just Got need a new key. They're like, you, you need to wait in line. I'm like, these are all people checking in. I just need my 
key. You need to wait in line. Yeah, they're like, you need to wait in that line. You give anybody a little bit of power, oh, they're going to use the shit out of it. Wait in the line, sir. I went all the way down to the burrito guy who was a dick to me. I was pissed. I'm like, I'll never stay in your hotels again. So this is why I might never go back to a Harris place again. Because during all that, uh, the night of uh, us waiting it out, it was right around midnight, and we were all in Bali's. And it wasn't just us. It was probably like 100 people yeah. waiting there. And there was this uh, personnel of Paris, and she's wearing this. I think her name was uh, beginning with a D, Donna or something like that. And she is standing there, and she's going, I assure you all that the casino will be up and running in about 15 minutes. <laughs> and my brother-in-law, Joe, who you've seen him plenty of times, he's massive, you know, big-looking yes. dude. And he goes, you know, we heard that it was supposed to be at 5 o'clock, then it was supposed to be 6 o'clock, and you keep pushing the hour back. He's like, I just want to know if you're just getting lip service to keep us in control, or otherwise we're going to get a voucher because we need to go to sleep. You know, we got a show. We got to be up at 6 in the morning. And she goes, I promise you that if in 15 minutes the stuff's not back up and running, you can come back here and punch me right in the face. And I was like, that's a weird thing to say, but <laughs> I'm like, do you see this dude? But uh, and he's like, I don't want to punch you in the face, but you know, Allison will. So <laughs> Allison, you, you've seen Donna Allison. is you, not our friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Allison can get pretty fucking pissed, and she was at her last level of yeah being cordial with anybody. Like she would have said fuck you to the next person that just even said hi to her. So so 15 minutes goes by. And we're sitting in this little lobby watching this band play, and all of us stink to shit. You know, we've been sweaty, walking around in the sun. And then we go to the lobby, and all the Paris employees were gone. Not one of them stayed. They all was, left. There was five of them. They all left because they're like, oh, shit, the power's not on. So I'm they, not on. We're, we're all about to get punched in the face <laughs> by that big guy. <laughs> that big dude's going to hit. So, yeah, they, they, based, they bailed on 100 people. Because they didn't want to deal with it. They sent yeah. the worst employees to handle this shit. I mean. I would have been like, can you just open our room? We'll go to sleep. We, we don't need lights anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what I heard after to bed, the fact like... is that Paris uh, had some of the worst. Um, what's the code violations for as far as fire safety went? Which is why they weren't opened right away. And they had to give the baseline performance to get people back into to get the casino. To get opened up. The fire marshal would not let one person I can imagine, in. I mean, the fact they don't have any emergency lights. Not or anything one. Like, I mean, and they did not have a battery backup to speak of. Yeah, this fuck, but this fucking shit is supposed to be inspected. Yeah. I get my exactly. place inspected. Yeah. Exactly. You think that, like, this year's inspection, they say, hey, you don't have any emergency lights. A cuvee yeah. has gone out of power, like, three times. We have, like, emergency lights in four different spots yeah. in that shitty little wine yeah. bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the building was made in, like, the 1890s or something like that, and we still have emergency lights. Yeah. So it's... it's yeah, yeah. I, have emer I have emergency lights. So I felt, like, complaining even more. I mean, Allison basically wrote the list that, like you did. Yeah. And, like, everything that she hates about you, Paris, Las Vegas. But uh, I don't know. It's just one of those Send things, it like... Send to them. Get something out of it. I don't, but I don't want to go back. You'll get a voucher to any Harris. <laughs> go go to Harris and Joliet and have a, a nice night or something, dude. Eh, yeah, the power go out there. Out there but at least I won't have any flights of stairs to walk down. Maybe like six <laughs> or seven. So anyway, that's that's my honeymoon in Vegas. Um, worst so trip to next Vegas. time we go, we just stay at Bellagio. <laughs> I like that idea. Uh, I we, pretty much have had it with trying to like find the the next time I go, I'm going to stay in a really nice hotel. Because I I sort of like walked that line like I like the flamingo. Paris is a nice but place. But I stayed at Harrah's, well, we and did, um, the next time I stayed Monte at Harrah's, nice. I could, I could honestly I see a like a decline in everything, and I'm like, no, I'll I'll pay the extra freaking two hundred bucks, you know, for the weekend and stay in a nice place. We stayed at well, Caesars the one time, and it was Caesars overrated. It it's totally overrated. Paris is 200 bucks a night, and the place is very nice looking. It's got good food. It's got uh, good rooms. But, I mean, you treat your guests like that. It's To have people just bail on you, like, be back in 15 minutes later. Uh, but I thought we were talking about having, a, like, a guy trip or something and going to Dirty Vegas and staying there for, like, a couple of days. The I am always for Vegas. <laughs> we'll do a podcast live from Vegas. Let's go. get the rest of the Dude, crew. Dude, I am always for Vegas. All right, I, I got some topics. You guys ready for this bullshit? Sure. All right. Donald Trump. No, nope, no Donald <laughs> Trump. 
But I do want to talk about sad shit. We've had uh, three deaths in the news. I just want your opinions on all these uh, these three. First is Ron Glass just passed away today. Do you guys know who that is? He was on Barney Miller, right? Barney Miller, and he was Shepard Daryl Book in no Firefly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. everyone raves about Firefly. I've never seen one episode. Yeah, I was just show. telling. I didn't, I, didn't really, I didn't know his name, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I never watched Barney Miller. That was more your. Barney Miller was a funny. That show. was your time did. frame. It was, uh, it was a little. Firefly. It was a little before me, as far as uh, like when it was on live TV, being able to understand like what the jokes were. Um, That's but, a detective cop show. Yeah, right? they're like okay. a cop precinct, but. Seeing reruns later down the road, I'm like, that's a pretty funny show. See, sitcoms uh, from that time, and that was probably like middle 70s, late 70s, I always like geared toward Three's Company and All in the Family and stuff like that. Barney Miller always just flew under the radar. Barney Miller was good. My dad liked Barney Miller, so. I know the theme song, though. (laughs) Uh, Other deaths in the news today. Florence Henderson. Carol Brady. Yeah. Did you guys watch the Brady Bunch? Sure did. Obsessively? Saw every episode I've of that seen show. every episode. Seen every episode? Both I've seen yeah, uh, Because I me used... and Luke were joking about Modern Family. Luke, what, your expression, jump on the shark, which is not your I, know, I did not but, use that for uh, <laughs> Modern Family. I said it's run its course. It's run its course. I was course. surprised you didn't use that because you, you, you use that phrase a lot when you're watching a show and you get over and you, you get Come the end of it. Uh, either way. It suffers from the the cousin Oliver syndrome. That's what <laughs> cousin Oliver's here. The mm. kids aren't getting any younger, so we got to keep at the Cosby Show. Did that shit? Yeah, a lot. Raven Simone and uh, what's that? Um, Growing Pains did that with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, yep. see a lot of shows. Just keep adding yeah, when you're kids. when you're a family show and you're about a family and the kids are all of a sudden they're old enough to move out of the house. <laughs> like oh, I got more kids in this family somehow. I oh, just it, Modern Family is I. It, I the it, when they're and that's why why I started stop watching The Simpsons is they started sending them just different places for no reason. This show's going on. You know what I mean? They, they got they, renewed for twenty nine and season thirty. They wow. get yep. Like they're they're the reason Modern Family was funny was because they were just like they had these normal situations and they had these funny characters and how they would deal with it. They start running out of like everyday situations to make funny. So they have to put him in these extraordinary situations. You know, they all go to Mexico together. They all go to <laughs> well, Australia the Simpsons together. Simpsons are going to Antarctica. What, what show hasn't? I mean, when, yeah. you, when you get far enough into into a show like six seasons, you start. They do, every show starts. Sending that's people. when yeah, it's they time the to, to Hawaii. Yeah, that's when it's time <laughs> to. But they. I mean, I think the show's still funny. I think that. Just because they had the the family trip or whatever last season, it's still a funny show. Still I, it's not as good there. as it used to be. No. Well, did, did did Carol Brady ever do anything for you guys? Because I thought no. she was hot. No, no. no. Just I'm on an island. Her and Marsha. I would love to work with that. <laughs> work with it. <laughs> Maureen McCormick. And like a project or something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Give me some notes. Uh, and finally. The big man, Fidel Castro, just yeah. died. Dust coming threes. Those are three right there. Uh, Fidel died. So what do you think of Fidel Castro, Luke? Uh, Fidel Castro. You're a history buff, so, I mean, this is the Cuban Missile Crisis and all that shit. Uh, Fidel, I mean, it's an amazing I, you know, period of time. So. I, my opinion of Fidel Castro was, you know, I didn't know much about him. Um, I just knew he was the leader of, you know, Cuba. Cuba. Uh, Cuba. But when I started to meet Cubans... Um, especially out west, there's you know there's a lot of sure. lot of Hispanic people out west, and I I talked to some people that grew up in Cuba or their family grew up in Cuba, and he was a horrible man. The he, guys in the cigar board say that a lot. A lot he Cuban and mm-hmm. there are especially. people that that like think the very uninformed people in this country that think Castro was like this great socialist leader, and they try to like. Oh, he just wants what's best for his... No, no. That is a leftist uh, he... thing. They, they've romanticized Fidel Castro. You, look, you yeah. Google it. Look up some of the people that... There's a guy that hijacked a plane. There were people that did this. They went and to take the plane, take them to Cuba, and they would go to Cuba and think they're going to live this wonderful life, and Castro would just throw them in jail. 
And then the guy spent like 10 years trying to get back out and get back. They, they let him out and then they, they have him leading this, like, he's like the low, low on the rung of the social society. Mm. And just, I, I, and I read this article probably about six months ago. And this guy thought he was going to live this great life in Cuba and this socialist dream. And Castro just was like, and threw him in jail for like 10 years and just. Well, I, uh, I, I want to reiterate a story that was told to me a couple of years back from I, I um I was part of a uh, a cigar club basically since 2002 and a lot of the guys are are much older and they've had a lot more life experience than me and a lot of them actually have been to Cuba several times but uh it was about counterfeit Cuban cigars and he goes you know most counterfeit Cuban cigars actually still come from Cuba he's like the guys that work in those shops that make Cohibas and mm-hmm. Trinidad's and stuff they work for like 12 hours straight, just rolling cigars, and then they come home and they work for another 10 hours, just rolling stuff rolling at home. Chairs. And he's like, they take the dirt from their backyard, grass, anything that they can find, and they put it together and they make it look really pretty, and then they sell those. And he's like, you know why they do it? Because they're getting paid basically a dollar an hour uh, <laughs> working in the factory, and they can make 90 bucks for every case that they make at home. And he goes, and you know what the penalty for that is? If they were caught, they had spent a minimum of three years in jail. And they say it was that much of a impoverished nation. Yeah. In order to just get that ninety dollars mm-hmm. for your family, it so, basically just stopped moving forward in the fifties. Yes. Yeah. Like you look at their cars; they're all, all old, stuck in time. Fifties cars from like Russia. You know, I mean they, and hey. they, they really then took a, a additional hit when the Soviet block collapsed and they weren't getting because mm-hmm. the soviet union really financially lifted cuba up because they were trying to create that look what this wonderful thing what communism is and yeah and look at what we can do look at cuba it's wonderful and trying to like spread that message through south and central america i read a lot about the when when fidel overthrew everything in cuba and it was like 1959 the former leader was in league with the mob Sure. Meyer Lansky and all these other yeah, guys. Yeah, build their casinos and, down there. And it very famously depicted in The Godfather Part II, um, that scene. Uh, Don't make a big thing about it, Fredo. <laughs> but, I mean, that, that was basically the revolution right there. And everyone thought Fidel was going to be this guy that took the crime out of uh, the democratic process and all this. And Fidel just became a guy that I'm the leader and I'm going to throw my... Enemies in jail. Yeah. So, I mean, he was romanticized to the point like, yes, he was a revolutionary and then he just became an asshole. So, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that is the, basically that is is. the common theme with the, the, the Cold War, uh, communist leaders that took on a totalitarian, uh, approach to their, you know, their, the, the government was given so much power and, Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know what always fascinates me about Fidel Castro is that the fact that the United States government is on record of trying to assassinate him so many times. Yeah, it's like it's not like unknown knowledge. This is known. You can read about yeah. this shit. They yeah. tried to kill him with a cigar one time. Yeah, there was talk of them trying <laughs> I mean, to like, what kind a of cigar that would routine? blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I think if the go- the government got full behind it and it wasn't just like a black op. You know, mm. they probably could kill anybody they wanted. Uh, they killed Kennedy first. See, see. So hey, I used to be big on that the Kennedy thing when I I, I first I saw fascinating JFK, part of history, and then I read the book that it was based on the the uh, in, on the trail of the assassins, mm-hmm. and then I read a book sort of written by an outsider about that investigation and about. Jim Garrison and what a whack job he was, and they're like, yeah, they they portrayed this witness like he was this great witness. No, he was he, he changed his story fifteen times, and they couldn't rely. <laughs> and they're like, there really wasn't like it really like shed light. Here's me going, wow, there was this conspiracy. I wonder who did it. And then they're like, I read this other book that was kind of like, mm, well, here's what really happened, you know. <laughs> well, uh... I so wanted to believe in it. <laughs> You never know, dude. Who knows what's right? Who knows what's true? But I do know something. I was cleaning out my basement today, and I found some things for you guys. All right? 
So hold on. I'm gonna do another. Uh, yeah, I want a beer here. Luke, you been okay with your water? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Do we have a song there, Christina? If you wanna be with <laughs> it's me, it's been a while. <laughs> baby, there's a price to pay. I'm a genie in a bottle. You gotta put your finger in my butt. What? You know, when I'm getting a getting a Hummer. A little stinky pinky right you there. You slide it in there. You, you cork it up. Oh, uh, what'd you bring me? Fezziwig? Hey, whatever. Christmas. Old Fezziwig ale. All right. All right, so... Allison and myself were cleaning out the basement today, and I found two things that were relevant to you guys. One, I found a letter. And it's unopened. That's relevant because addressed to Jonas Statura, <laughs> Jonas Morales. It's my cousin. Uh, this is from December twenty second, two thousand and six. So it's almost a year old. So this is ten years old. I'm not sure what this is. I hope it's not important. I, <laughs> I'm gonna guess it's a seasonal card. Um, all right, let's find out. Let's see. I hope there's a check in there. <laughs> oh, man, sorry, the $300 I owed you. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, it's just festive. It's just a... Dear, dear Jonah, Merry Christmas, second to slam a new year. <laughs> it's too bad there's nothing relevant to that yeah, time yeah, so 10 I, years ago. Yeah. Man, sorry about that thing. <laughs> yeah. Dear Jonah, can't wait till New Year's. It'll be hammer time. <laughs> he drew a picture on there of him and his wife and their pets, which now they have two kids. So I would think that if you were to do it today, it would be the children. Aww. So that's uh. Now you can hang it on the fridge 10 years you. late. I'll, 10 uh, years late. I'll have to um, send him a message. Thank you. Yeah, for you it. should. <laughs> but date it 2006 and be like, wow, it just got there? <laughs> this is what happens when you... You live with somebody. <laughs> what do you got for me? Oh, well, Luke, I have something much better for you. We've talked about really? it several That's times on the good. show. This is this is much better. I found a script for you that I thought you would enjoy. John will let Jonah see it first. Um, I think Luke will enjoy this. He can read it again. <laughs> <laughs> God, what am I going to see? I figured we could do a live broadcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think, you know, we get a couple people, we'll act it out to see if we can make it better. You should probably say what it is. It is. To the people that can't see it. Uh, the, uh, what's it called? It's your fault you fell down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> you brought this on yourself by George David Miller. Yes, we've talked about a, this show. A yeah. complex of analysis of how if you're not gay or Jewish, you're evil. <laughs> and how he is the most understanding father ever. Yes. <laughs> Dad, I'm a lesbian. Well, that's wonderful. I no, want to find that part. I didn't have Let's time to make a part. copy for Jonah, but I was hoping we could, you that's know, okay. do a couple scenes. I did see that um, <laughs> your wife posted a photo too. You guys found, dude, crazy, right? How many times did we go to shooters? We went to shooters maybe a time, I think twice. <laughs> I think I've been there twice in my life. And there's a, uh, yeah, my wife posted a picture of this. Uh, that was again 2006 or something like that, and we're apparently in the. The book in the the local bar, book. unbeknownst to me, yeah, I don't remember seeing that ever. <laughs> so hey, we were popular ten years ago. Did, did someone <laughs> explain to George that he tried he tried wrote a play in screenplay screenplay format? Well, dude, he was thinking in advance it was going to be a major motion picture inspired by the play by George Miller, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Steven Spielberg. You know, I think. That picture she my posted? colleagues on MySpace would be fascinated to know. <laughs> Do it. Is that a, okay? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Who's the character? You're reading somebody. Uh, Judith. Judith. Whoever that is. Well, this isn't dating itself. Are <laughs> <laughs> you gonna read a passage there? Uncle I'm finding Luke? the spot where she uh, declares herself a um, lesbian. Okay. This was when I was in town for a weekend from being on the road with Rascal Flats. And we all got drunk. Because I'm wearing the Rascal Flats shirt. It wasn't Dave with us. Uh, Aaron was with us. Yeah, but we were drinking with uh, with Dave, who passed away. Oh, was Willett there that yeah, night? Yeah, I think Willett was there that night. We talked about him on the show. Uh, yeah. Gave a shout out like almost two years ago, that was. My God. Who's the dad? Is that David? Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Does, that show is lost does, on me. Does it have a cast list at the front? or? I don't know. We'll look at the first page. <laughs> <laughs> that is a professional bound Which script. Which is an act one scene one. Yes. No, he's the... Oh, yeah. 
misfit poet, stay-at-home father. <laughs> wait, wait. Do they have character descriptions? Yes. Oh, yeah, you got to read some of these. All right. All right. David is the misfit poet, stay-at-home father. That's George. <laughs> he gives himself first billing. What is a misfit? <laughs> wait, what is a misfit poet? Like, ha-ha. <laughs> I zinged you. Joanna, David's headhunter wife and exhausted supermom. <laughs> wow. Supermom. Deborah, teenage, super mom or teenage super mom? Acri- activist, first one out of the closet at her high school. Oh, so she must be a joy at parties. <laughs> Judith, Deborah's literate, so her, his daughter can read, and worldly younger sister. <laughs> she's been all over. <laughs> are she's around. Just, are she's a slut? Mrs. Ridgely, cool guidance counselor living in glass closet. What makes him cool? He got a MySpace page. He's got a MySpace, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He put a Foo Fighters song on his profile. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Okay. Okay. I just thought you guys would like those presents. So bad. Thank you. Yeah, I um, thought you'd like those. I'm definitely going to have to get a hold of my my cousin. So, uh, one other thing, uh, celebrity news wise, uh, uh, Carrie Fisher just wrote a tell all book. Uh, she's written, she's written, written several books, but in this latest one, I thought you guys would find this interesting. When she was Princess Leia at age 19, Mm -hmm. she reveals that she had been fucking Harrison Ford the entire time while he was married. Really? Yeah. 33, 34. So that's what, how old he was and she was 19. So the entire run of Star Wars, they were banging. Mm -hmm. I just thought that was interesting. I, yeah. Good for them. Sure. (laughs) Gotta get, gotta get shit done. (laughs) And, yeah, she details it in uh, erotic fashion. I wish I had a passage, but, it, you know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. She, I'm going to work on she, that later. She really does tell all. I'm going to read it slow. <laughs> Heavy breathing in the background. No, I'm just – that's kind of – it's 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 crazy that that information didn't come out, like, much, much earlier. It took how many years? It came out in 1977. Well, how many famous people probably have affairs when they're doing movies? Like, Yeah, but, dude, 19-year-old and a 33-year-old – which is hot. It's hot. It's hot. <laughs> but still, that's 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 fucked up that he was uh, banging a 19-year-old on on set. I don't know, man. It's just weird, right? No, it's just me. All right, just me. You guys are looking at me weird. Jonah's looking at his phone. I'm just staring I, at I, you. I, I, is it really that weird that? This is what you want to break down? A, fa- a famous young Harrison Ford is sleeping with the hot lead actress. Apparently everyone tried to bang her on the, but it was Han Solo all along. So hey. yeah, it was meant to be. It was meant you know? to be. Star Wars. I just thought it was interesting. More interesting. That is all the posts that I've been seeing on Facebook about the Star Wars Christmas special. How come nobody knows about this? I've seen a lot of people that like they'd never heard of it. Have before. you actually ever seen it? I have. I, I saw it live on TV. I mean, I'm, I'm. No, I no, I've never because it came out what seventy nine. Is that right? I mean, you could yeah. It, no, was, it, it came out six months after the actual movie, yeah. which is like seventy eight. So. It was terrible. Depends on when the movie came. I don't know when the movie. It was came. absolutely terrible. Yeah, May. I saw some of the stuff about it. Like, and I watched. The, did you see the Ewok Adventure? I've, yes, seen, I've both seen that. Yes, yes those, uh, have, yeah. a battle for Endor. Well, like and, the, yeah. the the first ten minutes is an entire scene of um, Chewbacca's family. Yeah, speaking with no subtitles. Yeah, just no having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, like, imagine if we did a fucking podcast with just yelling ten back and forth. That. Ten minutes of that. Well, that's like the first two minutes of everyone. I mean, it's. The thing that kills me about that, and you probably saw it in one of those videos on Facebook, is the fact that there is a scene where uh, somebody gives a present of a virtual reality thing. <laughs> it's it's the, it's so fucking weird. Uh, he gets, Again, like he gives him a present, scene, and he like... puts it's like a helmet. So so it's basically like you know Google or uh, the Oculus Rift and the yeah, PlayStation it's a, it's a, VR headset. A, it's a VR thing, so it's yeah. that of the 1977 period anyway. Yeah. And he puts it on his head. And it's just this weird softcore porn. <laughs> it's a woman and just like talking to yeah, him all and sensually. It, and... It's a Wookiee watching human softcore, you know, without the, the nipples or anything. But it's like women scantily clad moaning and talking to him. Mm-hmm. And that goes on for a while. It was horrible. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And Merry they, Christmas. <laughs> yeah, they had Merry Christmas, the whole Star Wars cast, and for some reason like B. Arthur. Yeah, well, yeah, she was, there was a bartender. She's the bartender. Bus, yeah, where she sings at the end. It's like, yeah, she's like, Star Wars. 
I don't it was the first uh, version of Closing Time. <laughs> so bad. It was so bad. <coughs> Is that funny? <laughs> and you don't understand. You're talking to somebody who saw Star Wars in the theater three times. So... I, this comes on TV. This is pre-cable. <laughs> this is, this is like pre, like, we had a VCR where we could rent the, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, our neighbors just got a beta VCR, and we thought it was the greatest thing ever. And <laughs> I was amazing. mad that my dad got VHS. I'm like, no, Irwin's got beta. You know. <laughs> They're smaller. Yeah. You need the Laserdisc, Dad. So, no, no, this was <laughs> well, much way before, before Laserdisc. And this came on TV, and I was so fucking excited. And I sat and I watched it. And there was probably the, I don't know what I would have literally said, but think six or seven year old Luke saying, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I remember just looking at <laughs> like be a mind fuck for a little yeah, kid Yeah, watching. because it has, it's it, a little it is, bit that I've seen. It like, is so far away from the movie. And I recommend anybody that hasn't seen it, just go watch it because it's, it's, it's painful, but it's a relic, man. It's like almost... It's so bad. I think George Lucas said that that was his like greatest mistake. Yeah. No, besides episode right. he one, wants stricken. He wants to like nobody will be able to find it. No, it's canon. It happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. It happened. It's it like canon. one step below Pitch Perfect. Except <laughs> <laughs> for you watched all of that. Relax, Adam. Relax. All right. Uh, you guys ready for some Doctor Luke? Sure. Let me get my fucking diploma. <clears throat> Doctor Luke. There's a segment where I ask Doctor Luke. Sex and relationship advice questions I steal off the internet. With him, as always, is Macklemore. What, 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 what? <laughs> um, I asked this question to Luke yesterday, uh, but uh, Jonah, you were you were in another conversation. It's it's regarding my wife. This is coming, just bringing it home, okay? Okay. So This is a question from your wife? No, no, Or no. from you about your this wife? This is a, a story about her, all right? So we were in uh, Vegas. Was this when she tried to kill somebody? With no, no, that's a different story. Anyway, uh, her and I took a picture with two people uh, that we invited out to Vegas with us. All right, really good people. They came to the show, and uh, the four of us take a photo together. So uh, the guy that's in the photo, he has his wife, Linda. His name is Chuck. And he puts his hand right above Allison's ass, like... Touching the top of the crack like and back. rubbing. Oh. Okay? As we take the photo. Screamo. So Allison's, like, getting squeamish. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Take the photo, take the photo, take the photo, take the photo. She didn't, like, protest or anything. She's like, what is going on? And the photo gets taken. And Chuck turns to Allison, and he realizes that he thought that Allison was his wife. That he was Linda. rubbing his wife's back. Now, to be fair to Chuck, Allison and Linda... Both have blonde hair, both the same height, both kind of the same build, all right? So he turns red face and everything. So we b- we're busting his balls about it for the moment we together. Did, did he bring something up about it first or did somebody else? Like He brought it up was first. He like right away like, oh, sorry, whoops. He brought it up okay. first. He brought it up first. And Allison's like, yeah, I know, that was weird. <laughs> so, keep doing it. Um, yeah, keep, keep rubbing. <laughs> then he honked her boob. So I asked this to Luke and Aaron yesterday. <laughs> oh, I thought you were my wife. <laughs> they feel the same. So Chuck, I, had to, I, I, I had to grow up Linda like Trump because, you know, that's just yeah, yeah. Trump's American. Person, now you know. I can do that, you know. Uh, but uh, was that uh, was it on purpose is the question. And Luke oh. and Aaron immediately said, yes, it was on purpose. But then they told stories that showed how they fucked up in the past uh, by making mistakes of somebody. I told the story when yeah. we went to Great America and like we were all standing in like a circle and I was like looking at the map or something, and then I like reached out and I like rubbed Aaron's shoulder, and then I looked up and it was Aaron. I thought it was Amy, and I think you saw and you go, "What was that?" Like that, <laughs> and you like had this look on your face, like, "Why the hell did you rub her shoulder?" You know, and, she, and Aaron zips. like, Aaron like, <laughs> right, we're gonna make this happen right. finally." Aaron immediately, Aaron immediately was like, "Oh, I I think Luke thought I was Amy," and I'm like, "Yeah," because I kind of looked like, like I did it, and I went, what "The hell did I do that for?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I'm like, um, you have an incident, Jonah, where you mistakenly I'm sure rubbed have. or groped. Have <laughs> uh, like, I ever accidentally grabbed somebody no, inappropriately? It's on purpose. Yeah, you are Jonah Trump. <laughs> I mean, we've told the story about Brendan's wedding. 
You gotta go up. Uh, and that was completely unaccurate. You gotta no go up and grab someone's aunt by the pussy. <laughs> no way. I purposely did that. To, to, Which she did. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's it's nice being a celebrity like was Brendan whatever you want. Let me ask you this: Was Brendan's wedding, looking back, was that maybe the most embarrassing, like maybe four hours of you your cried. life? No offense, but you cried. You well, cried. I, well, I felt bad. I mean, I just you cried. Goose, I laughed Pussy because he cried. It was amazing. His elderly aunt. I, I would have been. I, I would have been on the floor. Cry, but I, I would have been on the laughing. floor laughing. Yeah. Because I was laughing. When I look so back hard. at it, I laugh at it because I know that when they look back at it now, most of the family laughs because at it. Because it's amazing. Um, so, what do you think? Chuck's bullshitting or uh, no? Nah, it was an accident. An accident. All right, all right. I, that's Dr. what Luke, I would you, say. You're going to maintain he did it on purpose, especially with the uh, where the, the, the location of the grab. I think it was a subconscious. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, how do you grab Amy when you guys are like next to each other? Do you do you kind of fondle or is it more of like a I don't know, it depends on the moment. I don't <laughs> so like have like a, I don't have like a I don't have like a uh, You have a, a distinct move? A script like, oh, let's see. Here's the what well, I got to do. Here's a script if you want. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Where, where, where were we Nick not that long ago? I was like, I like rubbing your back for no reason like Really? Yeah, like I, I put my hand on your back to like just like tap you on the back and it's nonchalant. I just started rubbing on an accident. Just don't tell anybody. Out of, <laughs> jeez, Emmy, little. I, I, yeah, I don't think that. All right, Doctor Luke. Dr. I think Jones. if it was on purpose, he would have looked at her and winked, not like yeah, hey, apologized. He would have been like, make this happen. And giggity. <laughs> um, this comes from user. Heart goes on from E not alone, and heart goes on asks Doctor Luke. I've heard this expression, never stick your dick in crazy. Dr. Luke, please define what crazy is. And I thought this was a great question because we've never talked about this. Crazy? <laughs> how do I define crazy? Yeah, how do you define you crazy? Take, right. Right. What, they're, what they're actually saying is you need to be gay because crazy is defined as female. <laughs> wait, wait, so you're just saying crazy in general is woman. Yeah. Okay. I'm right, just making sure we're clear on that. Okay. But you're still gonna stick your dick in it. Well, I don't. It doesn't mean I. The rules apply to me. Yeah. Yeah, you're out of the game. So. But I, I never, I never really. <laughs> so cra- crazy applies to all women. Crazy applies to all women. Yes. <laughs> so you know, there's no win. There's levels of now. You on. got what you got to do. You know, if you're if you're not gay, then you need to gauge the levels of crazy. And I. I highly recommend you seek out the flow chart that those gentlemen created. Oh yeah, about and a girl named Tiffany. Yeah, <laughs> the, down here, now that she's totally hot and she's cool. Well, you got to watch yourself because you got yourself a tranny. <laughs> yeah, there's levels of all right. In all seriousness, there's you get you need to gauge where the damage that can be done to your life versus. Is it worth sticking your dick in? Okay. I talk a lot about Crazy Lisa. <laughs> Crazy Lisa was tried to destroy my life after I stopped, you know, giving her the Luke because she was crazy. So when did you find out she was all single white female? Um, well, the red I, the red flag started coming up about four months in. Which is a messed up movie, man. Um, oh, God. And we last, we dated for a year. Um, but probably the last three months were me tr- just trying to maneuver my way out of this horrible so relationship. So the warning signs aren't there at first. No, no, because she could hide it. Because oh, here's the problem. Here's the, most, the problem. Most crazy, crazy people are very good at hiding it, and, and later down the road, slowly eking it out, introducing it the in a way that you can that they can manage to keep you around. Yeah, and so early on, I'm like, this is cool, and then the then the the, the warning signs start coming out, and you're kind of like, well. Oh, let's get punch goes on the warning signs. What are the warning signs you um, look out for? Well, there's a ton of them. It all depends on what the crazy is. Yeah. I mean, here's the warning signs with her. She, I realize how self-involved she was. Um, I realize her justification of doing weird things were like off the wall. Um, you know, saying, I'm not crazy. I'm passionate. She actually said that. (laughs) And if she shows up like with blood on her face, that's probably a warning sign for her. Um, but just irrational, you know. Completely, you would be here at eight. It's eight oh two. Just completely irrational is is a, a good warning sign. Uh, 
Anything to add, Mackle? What, what, All what? Right. <laughs> oh, there All he right, is. All right, last question for Dr. <laughs> Luke and Mackle. Um, we all have heard that men cannot escape the fabled friend zone, but is that true of women? I thought that was another question I think we've never touched upon. Can a woman get out of the friend zone if a guy's friend zoned her? And I think yes. yes. Yeah, all she <laughs> do is say, let's have sex. Okay, we're no, not friends anymore. No, no, that, that, that's different. She, we're talking like, can she convince a guy that she's going to be the girlfriend or the wife down the road? Not just fucking. Because a friend zone, no, that's where it starts. a guy that wants to get out of the friend zone you, is not just looking to get laid. He's looking for a girlfriend. Yeah, but if a girl wanted to get out, it's as simple as that. It's actually much easier for a girl to get out of the friend zone. And here's why. Because a guy and a girl are friends, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're both single. And the guy always wants to fuck her. The woman is in complete control, okay? So if she establishes a friendship first and they're friends... And then she fucks her way out of the friend zone. That relationship is already established. Mm. Women value that relationship more than the sex. So once you establish the good relationship, it's very hard to, for a guy to get out of the friend zone because she doesn't want to ruin what we already have. <laughs> Does that make sense? Or she doesn't want to ruin the it. The guy will pretty much sleep with yeah. anybody. With a few exceptions. Yeah, there's always exceptions, but man, that's like diamond in the rough. Um <laughs> But the girl, I mean, if you're good friends with, and then she wants to start banging you, you probably will be like, that's pretty cool. You know, unless she's gross. Yeah. <laughs> unless she's gross. And, you know, and then, then, then the guy, then the guy is where his acting skills come in and he must convince her that he doesn't want to ruin what we already have. Okay. <laughs> when in actuality, it's, you're gross and. It's when the guy says, I- I'm gay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well... Oh, um, thank you. Thank you for all of this I, empty bottles of wine. Thank you, sweetie. Uh, we uh, we got some uh, questions. Uh, thank you, Dr. Luke. Thank you, uh, Mackle. We appreciate your... Uh, <laughs> How did Macklemore thoughts? become... I have the... no idea why all of a sudden... You I just didn't want to call him the... Nursemaid Joan anymore. I'll take the nursemaid over right. Macklemore when we're doing doctor stuff. I just like hear your Macklemore. His name's not Dr. Macklemore. Um, so I... Uh, I threw this out to the podcast peeps. We didn't get many responses because we already talked about Fidel. Because no one listens. Uh, but <laughs> no one pays attention I don't, to that podcast I, 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 either. The people ask our, our thoughts politically on Trump and president and all that, and we've already addressed that. So the one that comes from Adam, the last last questions of the day, not Dr. Luke related in any way. Super Mario Brothers versus Mega Man. Super Mario. You're asking which one? What's the better series? Mario. Expand on that if you can. So. I didn't play Mega Man. Yeah, I, mean, I played Mega <laughs> Man very little. I've, I've played almost every Mario game at some level or another. I've played, sadly, all the Mega Man games, but it's Super Mario 100%. Sorry, buddy. So, yeah, the NES Classics thing came out, and this is the reason Adam's asking that. Oh, that's the old NES system. With it, like... it comes with 30 games, including Tecmo Bowl and all that. It costs 60 bucks. It's sold out in five minutes. And it's going for 300 bucks on eBay right now. So I just want to put that in perspective. A game system that has games that are literally over 30 years old mm-hmm. is now selling for $300, which is the same that... price as a PlayStation 4. These are all games you can pretty much download and all games for you free. Can, you, if you have an emulator, or... you can steal them yeah. if, you, if you know what you're doing. Or you could just, you know... Play them on a Wii. Yeah, you, you get a Wii, Wii and buy, like buy, each, buy each game for like a buck ninety nine. I just, I'll never understand the buying habits of people, man. Monster. It's 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 the same reason that people with an iPhone will buy an iWatch. <laughs> I I can see somebody buying the original NES working and all of those games. Sure. For a ridiculous amount of money, just because they are old, and if they're working, then it's actually worth that. I wanted to buy one. The $60 thing? I thought For it was $60, kinda, yes. Yeah, 60 bucks. I thought, okay, that's kind of neat. Um, I'll, I'll put it by the TV, and if you guys come over, we'll play Punch-Out or something real quick because you can just turn we'll on the We'll play some Super Tech Mobile. They don't have Super Tech Mobile. They just have regular Tech Mobile, which pisses me off because they can't get the NFL licenses. Oh. It's it's so annoying that you can't play Super, but hey, eh, what are you going to do? Anyway, I have expounded all my topics today, guys. You got anything else? Uh, no. Boner. Uh, happy birthday to my beautiful wife. She's awesome. 
Yeah. Happy birthday, Aaron. Oh, um, yeah. I think Macklemore should sing her a love song. Come on, Mac. I'll, I'll, I'll sing her a love song later tonight. Come on, Mac. It. Come on. Do it. I'll start you off. Um, I'm Go. gonna grab you <laughs> by that the sounds, vagina. It sounds like Macklemore's song, definitely. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> what, what? I wish you were a minority so I could not marginalize you. <laughs> oh, good times. All right. Listen to all the shows on the Disease Network. <laughs> Um, that just happened. Something gate. The vag dialogues. Hooking up. Dosh drunks and the mothership. You're gonna get a disease. For Luke and Jonah, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Fogel. Fogel. <laughs> <laughs>